Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. FMLFPL Milan. This was. That was kind of a weird okay. It didn't really grind my throat yet. It's an afternoon okay, not a nighttime okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's afternoon. It looks like I'm in a dungeon right now. I was about to say, we're we potting earlier than we've pretty much ever potted, and it, you look like you're in uh, tanning salon or something. Yeah, not built for this over here. I mean, <laughs> it's literally and, too and sunny setup. outside, and the camera's yeah. like, oh, clearly, it's it's time to lower the uh, exposure. Dude, you you're fucking there? flying. When are you going to buy into <laughs> Walsh flight? Because it's getting oh out of actually control. Like, this I mean, is the best the bench boost of your life. Best fucking... Yeah. The most you've flown in a long time. I mean, I have the points up here. You're on fucking 73 after you minus the four for the hit. So I've Katmatoma, March, McAllister to go. You're up another, what, 300k? out of control dude yeah you want to know <laughs> the number one indicator of how much you're flying is you are literally number one in the mug league which has never happened in our lives number one number one out of like 600 <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> and number how many one, weeks is that one week two weeks three two weeks, weeks and then yeah. you know in 28 you're free hitting so you have every chance to go and, and win a mug for yourself finally you got an fml fl one <laughs> but dude what a bench uh, boost are you kidding yeah, me yeah 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 bench boost man i mean it was uh i mean i'm just very much playing my own game right like, like not yeah. getting tony Get hitting an Ederson, you know, I'm getting the things that I think is Ederson, right, even though it's not Fuck right. off with Ederson. No, I mean, it's reverse lore, you know. I've I know. been talking about Ederson for a in long a, time. And- in a weird way, even though Ederson is just cucking me to levels unknown, it's it's a little bit comforting <laughs> to know that the lore is, is still real. Lore yeah. is true, you know. There's yeah, something course. to believe in out there. Of course, of course. And I mean, everyone probably have looked at my team and said, oh yeah, bench boost 29, double, you know, and I'm just seeing things a little bit differently, you know, not wanting to take all these transfers and hits to get a couple extra games of bad players and just do it now, focus on my 11. Um, Yeah, it's going good. Points are coming in and I feel like I'm seeing the games clearly and picking the guys that are the guys I should be picking, so... Yeah, for Hopefully, those who uh, are continues. on audio, not YouTube, he did uh, Saka, Odegaard, Bob, Monster out for McAllister, March, and Ederson. So you're plus one on that with, with you know, the extra matches coming from the Brighton guys. And then the bench boost is Pickford, Tarko, which is 16. Ake, clean, is 6, <laughs> so 22. And then Nanto subs on, gets a side pass assist from a corner just to, Dude, just to complete the bench boost. Was- that was a world class assist. It was a fucking joke, and you're the goal just, wouldn't have everything happened you're without doing. The pass. Everything you're doing is right. So good yeah. job by you. I hope Thank you're you. having fun and and keep climbing. How about um, you? Yeah, I'm on. I'm on 43, which I'm on a little red, like a 10k red. I still have you know five guys and my captain yeah. to go. So you know, I'm doing fine. It seems like 
Yeah, one thing that I brought up on on the Friday of my life that we were both kind of shocked with is like Tony was the chalk cap, which I didn't really expect. Um, 67% capped in the elite team, 50% capped in the top 10K was Tony. And then, you know, the others were just kind of spread between like whatever Brighton mid you have or people have or prefer or whatever. Um, you know, so because of that, even though I'm having like mostly blanks and a Mo zero, et cetera, et cetera, the Matoma cap differential points over Tony is kind of keeping it to like a small red for me. So I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, Gabrielle 14, Tarko 8. Yeah, how about bench. your bench boost? Yeah, I should have bench boosted with Olsen not even playing and I would have been absolutely flying. But yeah, it fucking It seemed like Gab. that was a theme this weekend of people's benches. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. A lot. Of, everyone had good fixtures, sort of. And doubles, yeah, exactly. You know, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Because typically these players would have been on our bench, like these Brighton guys or these shitty Brentham defenders and shit. And yeah. People are, yeah. Yeah, I'm not worried about my my red. You know, I still have the wild card in the bank. I do have to figure out. I do have to take like a long week this week to see what I'm doing for 28 because it's either free hit or wild card, and those are very different moves. So that'll be something to be figured out later. But um, yeah, yeah that's wild carding before a break feels break. very bad to me. But. Yeah, well, we'll get there. We don't need okay. to jump ahead of ourselves. The league update's not doing. We're in the middle of a game week, so... Maybe let's just start with these, you know, 28 questions, because it's the big blank, and a lot of people are doing different things. Um, and straight out the gate, Dad, let just which free hit, tw- free hit twenty eight picks can Walsh conjure from his ball sack? <laughs> and everyone hit. is feeling <laughs> the fucking balls are almighty right now. So yeah, I mean, I didn't look, I didn't like draft a team yet, but yeah, me neither. It'll definitely have three Chelsea, and it'll definitely have three Arsenal. Yes, um, I think that's the yeah. most obvious fixtures. Tony to will definitely be in. Yeah. And I'll Ollie. probably have one or two Villa players. So it probably only leaves room for one or two punts. Um, yeah. But that's kind of what I'm thinking. I have to play with, you know, which guys I like more than others. But, you know, at a structural level, that seems to be where I'll, where I'll focus myself. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah, pretty so standard. I mean, I'm sure I'll more... just put Kane in, not captain him. Yeah. I was going to say it might be more of like, a, you know, Thursday night when we're both kind of like, actually drafting teams because there is a Friday yeah. th- game this week, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is a Friday us, game. So Newcastle. by the time we're potting Thursday night, we're going to like have most of our teams on and that'll be probably the better time to be like, actually, I'm really feeling this punt that no one has, but um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't dug deep enough into that yet, but yeah, I mean, I guess the one thing I'm just thinking of is a little problematic is, I mean, there are kind of four forwards. Ali, Tony, Tony, Kane, and Kai. I guess one has to be missing out. Yeah. To figure that out. Yeah. Um, probably. Probably will depend more on how good I feel about other Chelsea picks. Um, I might just like not have Kane. Also, wouldn't mind that away game against one of the best teams in the league. Southampton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the we should. Master. I'm just gonna kind of push. I think all these questions to. You know, the Thursday pod, like uh, other questions of like punts and high ceiling picks and all that stuff. Cause 
without having like drafted teams, it's just really hard to even think about it. I mean, but I am looking at like Leicester, you know, I, if they're, they're still attacking really well. Like, I don't know Maddo, if people are maybe. on Maddo. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Just at Brentford's a little bit iffy. Yeah. It's not great. I mean, Steady I Hand asked about Brennan Johnson. I mean, he's home Newcastle, which you wouldn't really usually Yeah, I think that fixture's a complete stay away. I'm yeah. definitely not going to have any players from that game. Yeah, it seems bad. Um, I think, yeah, Villa Bournemouth is an interesting one, I think, because that's like in air quotes exploitable, but Aston Villa are so... You don't know what you're going to get with them any given game week, every yeah. given weekend. So that's, I feel like, really unpredictable. Um, to load up or anything like that. You know, yeah. they just don't really look like cleans. They, you know, they I wish Moreno was again, nailed. But yeah, I mean, he subbed really, really like early, him. but every attacking action that they did that was good was him putting He's the ball in so the box. He's so good at attacking. Like, I, yeah. I understand that Villa fans are upset because he's not so good defensively. But like, oh my God, when he gets, he's like what we want Dean to be is what Moreno actually is. Like, he just creates chances nonstop when he when he plays. Um, yeah, but I mean, his subbing early isn't bad. You know, I mean, that could be. You know, I could see myself having him. You know, yeah, but maybe he also just Watkins or something doesn't start sometimes, which is bad. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Two, I two like out of the last, or what, what is it? Three out of the last six. You know, he didn't start. Yeah, the last couple games though. I mean, he's yeah good. You know, he was, I mean, good. He was really good against West Ham. Yeah, he just kind of runs out of steam because he's just. Well, and He's I think like going all at least, the way up to the byline and stuff, so, right? Yeah, and based on highlights, I mean, it did seem like West Ham were kind of exploiting him the other way. You know, Bowen, Ben Rama were were having a little bit of a field day. I mean, we didn't get any questions about captaincy, but I'm just curious where you're thinking right now because even though everyone's gonna have like nine, ten, or eleven of the same players, everyone who's like free hitting and stuff, because there's not that many fixtures to choose from. I do think captaincy is going to be really split between like yeah. Kane, Chelsea guy, Arsenal guy, even like Ali. Yeah. I mean, this is another one that I think is similar to last week. Not close. I think it should be an Arsenal player. Yeah, probably. I don't right. even, I like, think it's astonishingly far away from anything is the Arsenal home pals. That will be, Destroy, it'll be a dis- dismemberment. I think that a lot of people are going to be on Kane. Most Which people will crazy. be split between an Arsenal guy. But I do, if if I was in a punt today, and I haven't thought Tony, about it this much, kind of interested in Tony. I think Kai. Like, no, if we're going to see no. another Everton away performance where they just completely roll over which they did against Liverpool, which they did against Arsenal, and Chelsea could just like score four and just like have the easiest day ever. That's like one where I'm like, uh, that might be actually the biggest win. No, um, I don't think so. I mean, Kai's basically, best case, he gets a return. I mean, he just doesn't get that much volume, you know? And yeah. there's still a fucked up mess. Chelsea sort of, who's going to play? Who knows? I mean, it's going to be a brand new 11 who's never started a game before ever in their lives again, <laughs> as it is every week. I, don't know. I, you think, know? I, mean, they're I think that catches up to them. Form a bit. I mean, sides ask, have Chelsea turned a corner? Are they worth looking, look going forward? I mean, they're, so they're home Everton this week. And then I think, you know, maybe more relevant is after this week is, Home Villa, home Liverpool, double in 29. At Wolves in 30. Home Brighton in 31. I mean, those are just, that's just an incredible run. And so I look at someone like Kai and I don't think he's a one week pick. I, or Chilwell too. Chilwell even more so, probably. I think they're 
you know, four, four plus game week picks. I agree completely with that. Yeah. I think their pick, I mean, Chola, I think is in another category. Than yeah, Kai, he's such a good pick. Yeah. I don't think Kai's captain material at all, just from by the nature of how they play and kind of who he is. Um, I still, I, I do think that they're turning a quarter to some degree. I mean, Enzo's making a huge difference there. He's so good. He's just finding his feet. He's and he so just makes, good. He just makes everything run so much smoother. And, you know, he has some creativity from an area of the pitch that they were lacking in before. But, you know, I still, I, you know, I put a lot of stock in that about the personnel and, you know, yeah, who's playing. Sure. And they have more than any other team in the league this year, I feel like, played different players every game. And I really just hate that. And I feel like when that's the case, yes, you can have a 5-0, like, wow, that was incredible. But you can also have a nil-nil where it's like they can't do anything. Yeah. So, you know, when that's the case, I just get a little nervous about yeah. putting captaincy there. I still like it as a yeah, pick, because yeah. I'm not sitting here, yeah. right, saying yeah, yeah. this is a bad fixture. No, They're not yeah. going to beat Everton, right? Yeah, so... I hear uh, that's probably know. right. I'm just throwing punts out well, there. You're also, like... Fucking obsessed with Kai. I am. I think he's incredible, and I think actually Potter's starting to get the best out of him. Um, and he's on pens, so you know, very into yeah. that. Um, another forward in the game is uh, Erling Holland, and Bjorn R said, "How are you ranking the striker options?" I'm looking at Holland replacements who double in 29. Kai, Ali, Felix, Solanke. Um, CB said, I'm still mentally recovering from my 26 wild card. Is swapping out Holland just herd mentality 2.0? Kid said, Do you have any plans on dumping Holland for the next couple of game weeks? And Pratik said, Adding on to this, is it smart to transfer Holland out for one of Joao or Watkins at least for the next two? So Holland obviously blanks in 28, home Liverpool in 29 before absolutely everyone needs to own him again in 20, in 30 onwards for the rest of the season, probably. Um, yeah, what are you thinking there? You think you'll transfer him out in 29? For like no. a one-weeker? No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. Um, I might bench him. I could see that happening. But you yeah. know, I'm not in the position of just kind of... Yeah, because you're not bench-boosting, right. Yeah, I'm not bench-boosting. I'm free-hitting now. You know, I mean, it doesn't probably won't make... I mean, I might. It's far away. It's in a fucking month. But as of right now, I think if you're not free-hitting in 28... And you're looking at your team like, wow, I need to get some players in. I think he's kind of obvious because yeah, I think that's know, the blank. only scenario, right? Yeah. Like, because if you're wild carding this week, well, if you're wild carding this week, you can entertain not having him. I think for two game weeks, if or you're you just free, bench him. Like, it's easy to bench him too if you can sculpt your whole team. I mean, right, that's true. But yeah. I think it's reasonable to transfer him out this week or to wild card him out this week. But if you're free hitting, it just doesn't make that much sense to get rid of him for one week for fucking like Ollie Watkins and then bring him right back in for 30. It just doesn't seem productive, right? Yeah. It also definitely depends on your team specific yeah. and what you're doing. But if you're spending two transfers on this one spot on your team to get Holland out in actual 29 to bring in Ollie Watkins so you get one extra game and then you bring him back and it's like yeah, you know, yeah that's that's a nonsense but if you're doing it now and you're getting three you're games now, versus one I think it's that's, good yeah but that also is to say I mean I don't I haven't seen many teams where they have you know three blanks you know or four like I've seen teams that have a lot so you're gonna have to hold on to some blankers well, so this I is would the, hold on to him you know I think this is someone else specifically 
teams who are either wildcarding this week or teams who wildcarded in, in 26 or 27. Because okay. those teams are really well set up for the blank. They have probably nine or ten blankers, totally fine. And they're set up stacked for the double in 29, right? So for that, that's the team where they're like, yeah, I would just do that move. Like, as long yeah. as you definitely have a route back into him in 30, because we're probably going to captain him like, you know, six out of the eight game weeks left in the season starting in 30 or something, then like that's, you, you, you can do that. And I think you can benefit. I don't know. I mean, I also think you could get away with not having him in 30 because they've been really bad away all year and they haven't been like blowing teams away or putting up a few goals a game away. I feel like that's not like the worst end of the world if you give them another. It's risky because they, you know, they're I still good. I don't like good, it. But... I mean, you look at the Palace game and like, yeah, City weren't that great. He but still had chances. He could have had a hat trick. Yeah. I mean, he missed a legit sitter from Ake. He missed another decent chance and he got a pen. Yeah, like, it's just the way they just haven't been hitting yeah. very high heights. So well, Bourne, it's I mean, Bournemouth, they just destroyed yeah. again, right? And you know, yeah. Southampton, Bournemouth aren't too far apart. Um, Southampton are not bad anymore, dude. I mean, Bournemouth aren't either. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're not too far apart. I mean, Bournemouth just laid down for City, but then put up a good fight against Arsenal and beat Liverpool. So, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. That's Holland. I mean, speaking of Arsenal, Hardly Boy said, for those of us with Saka, today was a bit concerning how uninvolved he was. Can we chalk this up as a blip and him maybe being a bit leggy after Europa? Or is he just straight up a worse pick than the other Arsenal mids despite having pens? And Jitterbug said, is Martinelli the best Arsenal asset right now? Mart looks very involved. Jay-Z's coming back might rekindle their early season dream partnership. However, Arsenal have a lot of attackers on form right now. Martinelli probably less nailed than Saka. Saka also seems better in the big games. What are your thoughts? I don't know. What are you saying from Arsenal? I mean, I don't agree that Saka seems better in the big games. I mean, I, maybe he has... I'm not looking at numbers right now. Maybe that's just like a fact. But when I think of big games, I'm like, oh, this is a great Martinelli game. He gets to actually counter in space. And like those are when he's at his most dangerous. But yeah, I mean, Mar we've been saying for like three weeks now that Martinelli's just the best pick on, on Arsenal. Well, what about and, Jesus back, though? I mean, I think that only helps him unless, you know, Arteta but sees this as a, now a rotation. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, we yeah. see like... I guess the comp that I would put to this is like Jota back. And it's like, yeah, he started a couple of games, but he's clearly just not 100% yet. When you're out for three, four, five months, I don't know how long Jesus is out. I think it takes a lot of time to be like, you're starting every game all over again. You know, I think we'll see him eased in. I mean, it was a perfect 3-0 blowout situation to give him 10 minutes against Fulham. But like, I don't think... They're looking at like, okay, Jesus is starting the next bunch of games in a row or something like that. Yeah, but don't forget, they only have one game in the next three weeks <laughs> or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's true. a lot of time. Yeah, and 29 is, is three weeks away or whatever, three and a half weeks Cause away. Because I feel like Jesus and Saka are a million percent in everyone's mind the best option in those two positions. I could yes. see Trossard and Mart, depending on the enemy, he could pick one or the other. I just find like, it just hard to imagine that, that he's going to drop Martinelli starting at least. You know, maybe he gets subbed off on 70, whatever. We've seen that all season. Yeah, these right? He gets all subbed year. all the time. It's not that big of a change. Um, no, I'm not saying drop, but I'm saying like maybe he starts five of seven 
or four of six or something, and then all of a sudden you're sitting there like, oh god, he's not the best pick anymore. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's I, possible. That's something you it's have on, to it's consider. Possible. Yeah, I wonder. We could speculate what, about this forever. Yeah, I wonder. Like, I have no idea. I wonder what like Nate would think, or you know, in Arsenal, a, a fucking gooner or something like that. But I don't know. I still look at it, and I'm just like, as of now, with the information we have, week to week, just talking. Strictly short term, like who would I most want for 28? It's Martinelli. Who would I most want in the past game weeks? It was Martinelli. Is Martinelli in fucking 26, 27? It's 28. 29 is three weeks away. Maybe something will change. There's an international break. There's a lot of action in between. They probably have the second leg of Europa. I don't even know. Um, I still like it, Odegaard the best. It's something to think about. You still like Odegaard the most? Yeah, I just, I think that. He's so much more solid, and I don't want to be spending a transfer on the spot. Yeah. Um, and I do like that you know, he is so central, and he was, so, he was also so much better when Jesus was there, I feel like. Because Everyone was. He, yeah, I mean, he was, but he was picking up striker position a lot more. Yeah. And even still, like now, where he's kind of the late runner, he finds the sp- space in the box. There's just so many times where Martinelli or Saka, you know, go down to the byline and cut it back low and he's the guy he's there you know so i still like him a lot i would probably pick him over any of the other options i think martinelli and soccer are closer though it's not that dissimilar to like talking about which brighton mid to get as recently as you know last game week you know because the main difference is they're all good and none of them are called sully march yeah but I, the Brighton mids are all good for points, you know, yeah, like we're talking no, about FL. like, you know, definitely. to me, it's not that dissimilar that I agree. I, yeah, I agree. I don't really know. I mean, I think that Arsenal are the prime example of teams like focusing their attention way too much on bench boosts and having 15 doublers and just missing out on Arsenal home leads in 29. Cause everyone's going to have their Arsenal guys this week on palace, obviously. But next week, I think a lot of people are planning on getting rid of Arsenal or whatever. And like they're all just incredible picks again. But you know, I might fall fall into that trap. I got rid of Saka this week. I got away with it. Um what do you think yeah, about it's Saka? Hard. It's hard to fit everyone in. That was Hardly Boys' question. What do you think about Saka? I mean, he had one shot, didn't create a single chance. Just wasn't yeah. really in the game. Well, you know, He's a winger. You know, we forget, you know, any winger can go completely missing and anonymous yeah. in a given game. I mean, Anthony Robinson is an absolutely diabolical footballer. He was like, shut down at the Zaka. scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, he was at the scene of the no, crime no. for every single goal. And, you know, they, they can just find little tweaks and reasons why to do this or that in a given game. But I also think, you know, ever since Zinchenko came back, you know, with Martinelli and like the pattern of play and building up on the left side is just so much better, you know, with, which with is Schock what we saw there. early season too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when the play is really leaning more towards the left side, it makes sense that Saka goes a little bit more missing. But, you know, he's still ticking along. He still has pens. You know, just because he puts up a dud, we know what kind of player he is. He got subbed early. You know, who knows? Yeah. He also had the by far best chance of the game in the Bournemouth game. He just didn't score it. You know, so that, that, like, if he scores that, we're not even talking about this, right? He's on a 10 pointer last week and it's like, whatever. Sure. Sure. So, you know, um, I still think he's a fine hold. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, 
Man, there are some other questions, or do you want to talk about games? It's hard because it's a blank game week, so so many of the relevant games to talk about in 27, like Liverpool losing, etc., just don't matter for one week, and then we'll yeah, like revisit it in 29. Play. Yeah, so many teams yeah. don't play, right? Um, you know, I mean, I think the the Villa were a little bit interesting. I watched that game. Yeah, tell me about it. I didn't watch. I mean, they're sort of a fucked up mess. Um, they're so weird. Yeah, you know, because they just because they have Bournemouth at home, and I, you know, I, I don't know if people are just like, oh yeah, three Villa on my free hit or target them, target Ollie. Like, <laughs> I still feel like he's an okay pick, but he's not like amazing. You know, I mean, he's yeah. he got a couple chances, and you know, they were, you know some some bad defending and he finished one and didn't finish the other but this isn't a team that's like just free flow and creating all these chances at all like it's very stop start it's very erratic it's just very like cagey and you know they don't it seems like that they don't have completely a complete consolidation of like the ideas of of the manager or something i, I don't know yeah. something is off and the balance is really strange yeah the defense and the spine is kind of fragile um so I don't know. I'm just kind of cautious on them in general. Um, They've been conceding a lot of chances and goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, West Ham had the pen. Obviously, that was their goal. But they had a ton of other chances. They had, like, huge chances. So I yeah. really don't feel great about the defense, which is also really weird and not what we expected at all from an Emory team. So yeah, now Kamara's out. You know that's not good. That's I mean, that, really that's, bad. Really I mean, that bad. is the reason, right? We look in their midfield, and he's playing all these eights, basically, yeah. Yeah. and that's it, right? He's playing three eights or two eights and a ten, and then like, you know, there's no, yeah. there's just no, no one even close to a six in there, and they just get teams are slicing kind of drawn through out them. of position. There's space. They get counted on. They get pass through it's it's kind of a mess the only team who didn't really threaten them was palace well, rest in peace but also hey. decora got a red card in the 60th minute so that also didn't help but i mean like even the like everton game you know i think that like results play too much into people's mind right like they they go they go fucking away they beat everton 2-0 everyone's looking like oh yeah easy everton created like one and a half xg on 15 shots like they were all over them that game. They were just Villa had a couple counters that resulted in chances. They got a pen and you know they come away 2-0 and good job by them. But like, yeah, I don't trust this this Villa team to to keep cleans. And Bournemouth has been scoring and Bournemouth looked good on the counter too. Yeah, I think they're gonna slice through them and get chances. Yeah. Um yeah, and I mean the other team too that we don't spend much time on that I've been kind of half joking about is Southampton. I mean, I'm I'm not joking. They're just good. I think they're just a solid, <laughs> good team. Um, they have really talented players, and the manager is clearly setting them up to succeed. I mean, they've just been they've been more compact, taking their like taking their opportunities within the game. They're not, you know, falling prey to, you know, switching off or losing shape and all of a sudden giving up really big chances. I mean, the game was mad, but, you know, they were trying to push for the goal and they gave up a few posts the other way, which that'll happen against a team like Man United. But, you know, I think it's just the, you know, when we see Southampton this season, we're just like, oh yeah, they're going to just get completely 
destroyed. And the fact of the matter is, I mean, they haven't let up more than a goal like in a month or two. I mean, their last games, nil, nil, one, nil, one, nil, one, nil. And that's against Man United, Leicester, Leeds, and Chelsea, you know, one, two against Wolves. I mean, you know, so, I mean, ever since Salas got there, they've just been good. You know, they've just been good. I think, I think, I mean, this is, we talk about this every year, multiple times a year, but it's really hard, I think, to adjust mentally not just not just that they're not bad but also that they play completely differently right because even ralph southampton teams had years where they weren't bad but they were still liable to just like give up six goals like they were still just like oh son and kane combined for five goals today and that was just normal and we were just like yeah they're still going to finish 14th or whatever they're still fine but they're that style and now they're not bad, but also a very defensive style that seems to not concede a lot of goals. Um, yeah. So yeah, that that is an interesting one because that that goes against you know wanting to get someone like Amato or Ianacho or Barnes or whatever. Is, yeah, I mean, um, like I hope Kane is fifty percent capped. Like that would be incredible. Right. Oh wait, they're this not weekend. playing. Wait, who are they playing? Oh, they're it's, home it's Spurs. Spurs. I don't know why it's yeah. Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, you know, I think more also on that point is Leeds, right? I mean, we're used to seeing Leeds yeah. be this oh open, God. free-flowing game where it could be 5-4. They're fucking terrible right now. I mean, they just look awful. I mean, they look like a team managed by Javi Gracia. I was about to say, does Javi Gracia have anything to do with that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's ab- absolutely insane. But what they don't do is, you know... Concede seven. Yeah, they don't. They're not wide open at all for any moment. I mean, they don't have a plan. They don't have any they're idea so what a Leeds boring. goal looks like. They've but, gone from the most exciting yeah. to the one of the most boring teams. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, and unless if they're just losing and chasing a game or something, they're just a mess. They just have all their men in their own half. Like they look like Spurs, kind of, and it's just disgusting but you know where in the past we're looking at that as oh yeah wolves leads wolves Banker. at home wolves could score three even though they they suck at attacking like this is a one 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 nil like all over yeah. it, right horrible so horrible. you know that's another one i think to update our yeah. our minds about leads and what they are it's not you know the home banker captain against leads is going to be high scoring it's going to be like yeah. good clean sheet fixture meh attacking fixture yeah Speaking of leads, I just wanted to, you know, we rarely talk about the bonus point system, but I did notice that Jack Harrison got max bones, and I understand that he got a goal and an assist, but how is there not minus a million BPS for an own goal? I mean, if you get like a yellow, you're usually just like, you're fucked, you can't get bonus. I mean, the man puts it into his own net, and it's just like, yeah, max bones, obviously. It's not that bad. No problem. Yeah, not not that bad. bad. It does, I mean, imagine an own goal. Don't get a yellow. Yellows affect the game way more than own goals. <laughs> I mean, own goals don't change games. Only goals change games. It's really weird, but it's That's a fact. Why. Yeah. yeah, no, he had to get Max Bones. He had such a high entertainment value from doing literally every single action on the in the game that you could do. He did every single thing. What? So. Who? We need to figure out, or maybe a listener at home can tell us, like, who, who is the king of scoring a goal and an own goal in the same game? Because my in my head, it's Skirtle. But there's oh, probably some god who's just done it way more times. And I want to know who that person is because I want to say that they did the X hat trick, the Gordy Howe of soccer hat trick. And just yeah. own goal I feel like Mings is one of them. But he doesn't score enough goals. That's the thing. What, you, you need a fucking Skirtle score seven a year. I mean, yeah. He did like maybe <laughs> once. 
Yeah, but I mean, that's what it takes. It can't be a center. It can't be a center back, though, right? But center backs get all the own goals, unless you're Jack Harrison, who's unless just his class is just you know <laughs> undeniable. But. I can't imagine anyone's done it more than twice. Really, in the same game that's so improbable to do in the same game. Yeah, it's like, one I can't of those things that probably just like two of them before sticks out. But yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's probably Bob pretty Huth, rare. He's probably done it. Yeah, I'm sure Bob's done it. What's the other Watford guy I fucking hate? The center back who fucking uh, Britos. What a Brito? What is his name? You know the fucking guy? Britos. You got a red remember. card. He, I had him. Oh, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had much. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's I, done it before. Yeah. Yeah. I don't LaSalle, know. LaSalle's. He's got that in him. Shelby's done it. With, I know he's oh, done definitely. it. Definitely. His own goals are. Worldies. Yeah. I mean, on both sides. <laughs> he only boot. scores worldies. Outside boot, you know. <laughs> He only plays within the middle of the pitch and somehow has scored on goals and goals in the same game. Yeah, that's great. Um, Picks and Allen said, how does Casemiro's red affect the opinion on United assets going forward? As in, are any of the assets now a sell for the blank because of it? Basically, you know, they blank this week, but I think a lot of people are planning on making a transfer, a double transfer, etc. for their double in 29 which is at Newcastle home Brentham, then they're home Everton in 30, then they're away NFO in 31. Casemiro's just getting paid to miss every game. Imaginable. Yeah, like this is similar to me when we're talking about Holland. Is, I'd rather have Holland than, you know, and bench him or something than keep one of these guys, right? I mean, at Newcastle, it'll probably be a shitty-ass game. Home Brentham could be a really shitty-ass game. I mean... I don't know. Man United are kind of in a weird spot in a weird moment right now. Um, you know, they, I don't know what I don't know what to make of them honestly. Uh, so I don't have a big issue with selling any of their picks really. I still think Rashford's a good pick, and I still think that home Brenham has goals in it, and I like home Everton, and I like Adenafo, but yeah, it's probably a decision that we don't need to think about right now. I mean, they, yeah. their defense is definitely worse without Casemiro. I think we can obviously see that just by the goals conceded but he also has been a part of some bad games recently like a 7-0 loss where he started and was fit and everything um you know he also played in the palace game and also got sent off in that game and palace yeah. you know so i don't know but you know and you, you look at the games where he was suspended you know Leeds created a lot in both games lester like should have scored two or three goals in that first half without Casemiro. Um, so, you know, maybe it makes like a Shar De Gea feel a lot worse in 29, but I don't know. We'll think about it then, I guess. Yeah. And the other aspect too, and they talk about this a lot on some of the Anfield rap shows with Man United specifically is just how many games they've played. And at this stage so of the many. season, given the, the shallow, some, the, you know, somewhat shallow nature of their squad, um, you know, they have a backup in every spot pretty much, but yeah. you know, this could be getting to the, to the stage of the season when, you know, they're dropping their levels a little bit. It's a crunch time. You know, all these easy fixtures and air quotes are against teams that are fighting for every point tooth and nail to stay in the division. Or you know I mean? Just how many, are, how yeah. many of these games are they going to just kind of show up, kind of cruise control, you know, comfortably win. I just don't feel like that is too bankable right now. Um, you know, are they going to be blowing any teams away? I don't know. You know, the, the legginess nature and, and argument does have some some legs with me. Um, yeah, 
right now. So I don't know. I, I just feel like they're in a, again in a bad moment, and it's really tough to to predict and you know kind of future cast you know what's going to happen here. But yeah, I think like so you too. said, the blank. You know, yeah. I, I agree, with Rash. You know, I'm going to try and hold on to Rash probably even through the double because he still is you know playing really well. It looks like to me, even though he hasn't scored in the last couple, doing what he's supposed to be doing. But the team is kind of falling apart around him. So it's really yeah. nice that they have kind of a long time off, right? They they have Betis on Thursday, but they're up four one. They have FA Cup on Sunday against Fulham, so they'll play the first team there. Then they have two weeks off before the double starts. But that's, how many of them actually have two weeks off? I mean how many of them are because international. Yeah. I mean that's like half their yeah. team at least. Right, probably a lot. Yeah, probably a lot. So, Shaw will yeah, go, Dello will go, Mart- Martinez will go, Ferran will go, Bruno. Rash will go. Yep, De Gea will go. I mean, it doesn't matter. De Gea won't go actually, but yeah, you know, I mean, so we're talking about you know seven of their first eleven or whatever. Yeah, why is there an international break again? I mean, we just had a World Cup and there's no tournaments. Can you just fuck off? No. And it's you think the money's going to make itself for FIFA it's, or UEFA or whatever, whatever. It's un, un bald fraud is in charge of whatever governing body. You can't gotta gotta have an international break here. Slim Charles said, "Is Isak an intriguing option once again? Started, oh. got a goal. No, he's he's not to me. He's not even nailed. Yeah. I don't know. We need to see a little bit more of a run. Do they? Do they even have a double? Yeah, they or do. Newcastle's." Yeah, they do. So they're at NFO this week, and they're home, Man United, at West Ham in 29. It's not, I mean, not dude, the best they double have I've ever fucking seen. Like they six have, away games in their next eight or something. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that doesn't create chances on a good day. I, you know, you just, I just don't think you want any attacker here, full stop. And, you know, yeah, just trips so. feels like a, a perfectly adequate amount of exposure so. for them. And you so. can even just not have him. I don't think and that's a problem at this point. There will be a future double against, you know, home Brighton and, you know, yeah. maybe we'll talk then, but yeah, I agree with yeah. you. Um, Jitterbug said, what teams are the best to target from those that play in 28 and 29? So I guess he's using free transfers. Maybe he's bench boosting next week. I didn't ask, but you know, those teams are, there's not that many of them. You know, there's Chelsea, Leicester, Newcastle, Brentford Villa, Leeds, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, NFL. Yeah, I think Chelsea and Leicester would probably jump to the top of the list. So I Leicester, mean, Leicester has an incredible has, run. Yeah, yeah, at Brentford, which is you know pretty bad, I think. Pretty bad. And then the double though is at Palace, home Villa, which is really pretty good. good. And then they have Bournemouth, City, Wolves, Leeds, Everton, Fulham. So it's a good run outside of the City game, which is, you know, which is obviously not good. So, you know, I think that's got to be one, you know, right there. And then, and then Chelsea, right? I mean, Chelsea, again, like they play and they have a double and they've got home Everton, home Villa, home Liverpool. I mean, three homes. It's nice, right? When you don't have to leave your little your little spot there. <laughs> um, it's comfy. So I, yeah. So I think that they're also, you know, really, really good to target right now. What do you, what do you think about this I think one? that I totally agree on those. I was just thinking the, the rogue one would be Bournemouth and, you know, we're Richard M's next question actually is about Dom, but we're Dom fucking stands as the, as the kids say these days. I mean, I just absolutely love him. He's incredible. He was incredible against Liverpool too. He plays well every game, you know, at Villa, we just talked about Villa in 28. I think that actually is a good match for them. I think there's going to be a lot of space on the counter. I could see 
I could see one of those weird Dom games where he gets like a brace of assists or something like that. They have an incredible double. They're home Fulham, home Brighton in 29. And he's still cheap as fuck. And you can just have five good midfielders, bench him in bad games, you know, going forward, start him in good games, have him first on the bench, and you're good. You know, so I, I think that it might actually be, you know, for those wild card or those with specific teams, like Dom is a totally reasonable pick, I think. I'm not with you on Dom anymore. Okay. Do you know how many goals he has? I would guess like two. Three goals. 1,800 minutes. Pretty good. That's unacceptable. And no he doesn't look Still like no scoring. Pens. Well, how can they score fucking pen? They don't get to touch the ball in the box ever. They, they do, would need though. A, oh, they score on. every week. <laughs> Barely. I mean, this team just doesn't create chances. And he's not shooting. They just... It's like one in five games or something where he gets an actual chance. It's insane. The rate is well, so that, low. That is harsh, though, because four out of their last five games were Newcastle, Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool. And yeah, they had 20% possession in all of those yeah. games and don't touch the yeah, ball. Yeah, he missed barely. a few games. I don't, I'm, I'm just the, watching I think Bournemouth the good every games, week. He gets chances. Yeah, just watching them every week. I'm just like, this is such a bad attack. I don't want anything to do with it. And if we were in, in the FPL landscape where we were really struggling for funds and we needed to find all these, you know, we wanted all these, you know, 11 million players in our team, then we could maybe have a longer conversation there. But I don't yeah. think that that's the season we're in right now. Um, so I, I don't like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the Dom pick. I don't, I don't like Bournemouth at all. I, I don't think anyone should have a Bournemouth player for the rest wow. of the season. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'm in on Dom for those okay. at home. Um, that's it, questions-wise. Any other matches you want to touch on? I mean, it's always weird well, going into apart. a blank. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they were hard. They're not they playing were. for a few weeks, so I guess whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. Away. It's like crazy with them. Oh, my God, it's unreal. They're, they're legit, like... I think they have as many away points as Leicester and Southampton, they said on the broadcast. And then at home, they're just fucking great. Um, that'll be, I mean, I wonder, we can just jump to them right now for the specific reason that this, like deciding what I do with Liverpool is a big factor on if I free hit this week or I wildcard this week. Cause I'm on Darwin Motrent. Obviously if I free hit, I'm going to have Darwin Motrent in 29. If I wildcard, do I want any Liverpool players? And if so, how many, you know, to commit with their next three matches. They have the double in 29, which is away Man City, away Chelsea. Only 30, two days off, too. Two days off. 30, they're home Arsenal. And then Small they have, game. you know, a good run there. But that is... Like, are you... Last week you were saying everyone should have three Liverpool. What are you saying this week? Yeah, I'm holding. I'm holding, yeah. for sure. I just still believe in them and the team and the players. I just think that they're really good. And I mean, it's similar to what we were talking about in Discord, right? About Mo and his right, right at City and at Chelsea are like the best games possible for him. The worst fixture for them is at Leeds. You know, that's a game that they're going to lose it's one crazy. nil again, right? Yeah, they're going to lose. So, yeah. so. It, I would, this uh, to to let people know what you're referencing on Discord. Mo has the most goals in his career against Man United. And in first place, and then tied for second place is Man City and Spurs. I mean, he is like the opposite of like a Bruno. Like big game comes along, bet on Mo. Like he's he does this does the stuff. Yeah. So you know, I just also don't feel 
Like there are so many really good, yeah, dead cert better midfield picks. Like I don't see that, yeah. you know. And yeah. when it comes to attack, I mean, there are no city picks. You know, Arsenal. We have the Arsenal players, and then we have these Brighton players, like sort of, and then we kind of have just like a bunch of punts. You know, I mean, players who you know, Matto or you know, Maddo. good players. But Mo's still. It's like Mo, only you know? Matto. I. It's like Matto, Rashford, Bruno. Those are those are the guys that yeah. Mo would be competing with, I guess, right? Yeah, and but, uh, yeah, and then everyone else would be probably in a def- different, you know, stratosphere of punt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still just like betting on Mo there. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I still yeah. do. I, I mean, the it's hard to say that the twenty nine doubles are good in any sort of way, but yeah. <laughs> I will say that the thirty home Arsenal. I mean, we've seen what Liverpool can do at home. Even in this kind of fucked up season, we've just seen it, you know? Um, and, you know, Arsenal have not done well at Anfield, similar yeah. to Man United's record at like Anfield. 4-1, you know, not like surprising that's at all. totally possible. And even yeah. in the lost Arsenal, you know, Mo Blank, but Liverpool scored two goals and were really good for the first yeah. 45 minutes going yeah. forward. Yeah. Um, you know, it fell off once, like, guys got hurt and they were making all these subs and stuff. But, you know, they... They score goals in these games. You know, home city was a one nil win, you know, Mo goal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I want to believe in you and Liverpool, but yeah, they've they're so fucking inconsistent. It's hard to, but yeah, you know, I'll, I'll figure that out. Figure you know, one thing that they have been consistent though is playing to the level of their opposition this season. And yes, that's you know, a good city, way to put Chelsea, it. Arsenal, you know, these are games that you're not going to, you know, worry about them you know, switching off in the first five minutes and going down one nil and then having to deal with a bus of 11 in yeah, the, in right. the enemy box. It's which easier is to play against space. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they've been very consistent in being bad in those environments and that's not what they have coming up. So, yeah, I'm just going to sit tight, you know, hold them. I, I still like them. And, and I, you know, we, you know, the. And Mo missed the fucking pen. Yeah. Mo missed the what pen. What are we talking so, about? Right, there's that's 11. Like his... I mean, that's an 11 pointer gone. Right there, <laughs> yeah. Like... So. And he never misses, like, he misses he missed one last year, or just one save last year. He never just missed the actual entire fucking frame of the net before in the Bram. You know, it's like a fucking, you know, shit happens. Yeah. But, you know, also I think that, like, this is this is an example of where actually, you know, tells a different story, right? I mean, not that they played well. No one in the world, not me included, certainly would say that they played well against Bournemouth, right? But... You know, Brighton put up one point three non penalty XG, same as Liverpool, and Liverpool got a pen. And you know, we're not we're not questioning our Brighton assets because they went in. You know, Spurs put up one point three non penalty. They scored three goals. You know, City fucking did nothing and were bad most of the game except for the Holland sitter get a pen win. You know, it's like the context of what actually the result was versus what they did is just skewed so much versus yeah. like you know. Yeah, well, it's also, I mean, they're almost a victim of us comparing them to previous iterations of the team where oh, we're used absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? We're just used to them blowing away every team, every game, just like an yeah. immovable or like an, an unstoppable force. And yeah. you know, this season, they are showing a lot more fragility and yep. they are being more inconsistent in that regard. But, you know, we also, as we like, we harsh them for that when we compare them to the rest of the league. Arsenal accepted, there is no, you know, that's just a team. You know, that's, that's exactly just like what I was going to say. Every right? year, and we're not there's giving that. 
there's either a runaway title or maybe a title race between City and Liverpool this year. Obviously, City and Arsenal, two by far best teams in the league. But the top four teams are like this. They're like roughly two points a game. They drop points here and there. They win most of their games. Blah, blah, blah. Like That's what Liverpool's doing. And I think you're 100% right when you say that we're like wrongfully comparing to, you know, almost winning a quadruple type of season that we're used to when like, no, that's not who they are this year. They're just competing for top four. And that's just right. the level of normal competing for top four teams. Spurs, right. Man United, Liverpool, Newcastle, Brighton, they're all inconsistent. <laughs> you know, they all yeah. drop points all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's the thing for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll talk more about our teams, our moves, our plans on Thursday, probably. Obviously, there's you know the rest of the double on Wednesday. There's a Friday game, so the Thursday pod's going to be a big one. Anything else you want to talk about, or should I slap an ass and we get out of here? Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty good. I mean, we didn't yeah, talk, about, talk about Brighton, but they're going to play again. I guess we could do that. You know, when they we play get two again. games in. Yeah, it'll be it'll be more I think relevant yeah. once we get the two game sample. Yeah, same um, with Tony. I mean, we don't know what he's going to finish up on. Yeah, I, I mean, do feel like he had no good that he's at Southampton. Not an easy game anymore, right? Yeah. Didn't you tell me that? Yeah. <laughs> I could see yeah, them he had, that he game had, easily. He had one chance that went down as a big chance, but when you actually watch the replay of that. It was one of the weirdest headers I've ever seen because it should have been like a sitter or as much of a sitter as headers can be. But he like tried to draw a pen or something. He like leaned in, into, I think it was Seamus maybe, tried to like get fouled or draw a foul before actually like jumping to get the header on target. It, it was, it should have been a big chance, but in reality, he made it into like an impossible chance. And that was really his one big scoring chance of the game. Yeah. Um, you know, Brentford played pretty well and created a lot, and Everton probably got a little lucky, but that was Tony's only chance, and he didn't create anything else. So good. We'll see. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. Let me slap an ass and get out of here. We got one new sign up, Zach Edwards. Good job, money. You slap that ass, BB. Any last words, dude? See you tomorrow. <sighs> see you tomorrow. Check us out at fmlfield.com, follow us on Twitter at fmlfield, support us on Patreon.com, slash fmlfield, subscribe, rate, review, cheers.